Hello, and thanks for checking out this installment of Compressed Rage, the low-level rage compilation slash highlights reel. This one covers the show's first two months, from March 2nd to April 21st, 2014. I like this one because you can so clearly hear the progression as the show starts to find its feet, both technically and with regard to process. We think there are some laughs as well, and we hope you'll enjoy the next hour. So yeah, um, Low Level Rage is sort of inspired by um, Lauren and I caring about the live radio format, not necessarily having a good forum to do it in, and sort of trying to make our own our, our own sort of call-in show, uh, freely formatted thing. I'll let you guys know. I just I just uh, re re uh, activated my my uh, windscreen. Is that what it's called? Yes. Windscreen, yes. So if I sound less poppy, that's why. Well, my peas are going to be popping all night. But, um, no, I think it's important I was, I to... Like that. I like that, actually. That was good. <laughs> um, I've never been told I need to smile more. If anything, people tell me to smile less because it's kind of scary. You're, like, you do have a terrifying demon yeah, mouth. I just happen to find it really cool. It's like imagine the Jack Nicholson smiling... But like a little bit, like somewhere between Jack Nicholson and the the gentleman from the Hush episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So I just have like weird mouths that go all the way to like their ears. Like that's it's somewhere between those two. So it's you know in between that and the decapitated head, you can see why I'm into like ghost facts. Yeah, let's do another Oscars update. Um, again, based on what I'm seeing in the low level rage hashtag, no awards have been awarded. Um, that I that I, that can't be right. That can't be right. Can it? Surely somebody has at least handed out the award for least likely to be injured on set. Right. Which is, a you know, once again, Vin Diesel. That's that's pretty remarkable. Every single year. He, is he, was it eight times in a row now that Vin Diesel's won least likely to be injured on set? That's, that's but you have, to, you have to complete the biathlon, which is get a sweet limo driver to race you to the open-air stadium and then race toward the podium it's a podium there's a i podium. guess there's, and there yeah. there are many awards stacked there like the forbidden treasure in indiana jones <laughs> and when you take one everyone else is catastrophically eliminated in some way like oh, the floor you, opens up yeah i mean the the issue is like the the return has to be good enough that you're willing to risk death or dismemberment presumably or are you just saying that they would just be like Shuffled off the stage like old timey vaudeville style. Oh no, I meant like you fall into a pit and oh. possibly die. Noah yeah. suggests that you could have to throw the Oscar you just won at the bullseye to try to dunk the oh, host, I like which that. I think is an excellent suggestion. Yeah, and then the the host should be somebody who's like universally reviled, probably right. So it would be like um, I don't know who would at this point like like a like a Trump would be a good Oscar host. Because everyone would want to would want to dunk the Trump, right? So that makes a lot. The Andrew Dice Clay would be a great. That is a fantastic suggestion from John. Um, except he's sort of become a little bit beloved now. I feel like like people sort of come ar- have come around, like gone around the circle of dislike to being like, ah, oh, he's all right. That Andrew Dice Clay and his misogynistic humor. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think. Yeah, Kevin Spacey. Good, good, Noah. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, Seth MacFarlane is 
absolutely the person you would want to see fall into the pool of water, except maybe it's like pickle brine. An incredibly dunkable face is what I would describe him as. I would also like to read a mineral fact from Jamie. Love it. Tim's Rock Facts. Basalts are made chemically during slab subduction underneath continents and then explode in glory (gasps) out of volcanic eruptions. (gasps) That's a pretty good fact. I love it. Here, I have one more question for you. Sure. Go ahead. Do you think that it would be a good idea to always try to come up with a very authentic compliment for everyone that you hate or really like are mad at or just dislike to try to as like a meditation to make yourself a better human being you mean like it's sort of like a zen like uh like transcendental meditation thing that you just repeat in your head towards someone you hate like directed at them or, or do you just like think about the person just, that you just despise yeah 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 to try to figure out what one thing about them you might find valuable right oh, oh you meant a positive thing i thought you were talking about like like a sort of like a and you don't even have to tell them okay yeah i mean yes i think that i don't know if it would work but it can't hurt right i was thinking about this earlier today when i wrote in my in my notes for the show uh, lists of d- different types of people you could compliment, and at the end wrote foes? Question um, mark. That's a really. We should come up with. Um, I like think it's compliments a- for 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 really loathsome people today, like like well, like Donald Trump. Like let's find, think of a nice thing that you could, you yeah. could think about Donald Trump. But it would right? yeah, and it, the the thing about this is that it has to be. It does have to be sincere. Well, he's you know what um, Donald just does Donald man. He does Donald. He does Donald better than anybody. <laughs> no one could do Donald as well as Donald does Donald. But uh, in all sincerity, I mean, like, oh yeah, Trump is so Trump. His confidence it's, is palpable, right? Like he is a super confident dude. Um, we could appreciate that. Yeah, of course, right? I mean, like, I, I wish that someone else had his confidence who wasn't him, but you know, he has it, and I can't deny it. I'm not sure about that, though, because I feel like if there's going to be someone in the world that owns all these, what is he on, like casinos and hotels and shit? That he's the one to do it? Like, he, yeah, you want, it. you want it to be Donald Trump yeah, because true. he's so bombastic and so bizarre looking. And he's like no neck, just a big flab into the, into the tie from the chin. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. He's great. I mean, he's, yeah, he, he's an icon, right? For okay, good or, so for but good or Ill. think about this politically. Does that is that terrible that we just did that? Because we shouldn't be complimenting him. No, um, we just should not be complimenting Donald Trump. No, I mean I, I think that it's like he's I don't want to say harmless, but he's kind of ineffectual. Like as a like you know whenever he tries to sort of dip his toe into the 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 waters of politics, which you know feel free to use that phrase whenever you guys want. That's <laughs> throwing out there, the waters of politics. <laughs> It's the scum-infested waters of politics. Um, it's real dirty water, <laughs> fracking water. Um, it's it always just like completely backfires, and you know, like I feel like whatever positions he endorses are kind of just made silly by his involvement with them at this point. You know, so it's like I don't know if complimenting him is really going to have. It, it may the only effect it's really going to have is on the complimenter, not on the complimentee. And so it is worth complimenting Donald Trump because it makes me better. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. I think it's, I mean, like, um, I don't necessarily think that, like, especially having ire towards famous people is really useful. It's kind of just like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, I I can't stand that dude, and he makes me really mad sometimes. And I'm just like, wow, that's exactly, like, who does that help? 
like that is wasted energy, basically, right? Yeah. yeah. All it does is make you lose five minutes that you could be spending complimenting yourself. Yeah, yeah. man, I gotta tell you though, the fact that we're not allowed to be sarcastic right now. It's I pretty just, tough. I know. I know. It was, I, it was, it was when Lauren was reading those. I'm like, oh, Greg's not going to do well with this. Uh, mm. But I would like to compliment you, Greg, because I think you've done very well so far. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I, I just want to criticize you both left and right. Oh, but, I know. Yeah. Yeah, but this is part of my master plan to just feel good about myself for a minute. <laughs> well, I have congrats. to. Const- I have to construct this entire framework and bring you, like a bunch of people into it. Yeah, no, and you've done an excellent job of having a vision and seeing it through to completion. So, you know, good work to you, Lauren. Thank you. Um, just Lauren? Is that is that just okay? Well, that's all right. That's fine. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Oh well, I, I thought right. I thought that the point here, Tim, was that you actually no, don't um, need this kind no, of insane. It's fine. <laughs> back padding, um, but I would like to compliment you because I think that you've done a great job of. Putting up with my weird and needy vision for this show. Uh, my, one of my favorite, like, um, angry young Tim stories is when I worked at a, a library as a youth. And uh, did I say as a library? At a library. If I said as a library, that is a vast overstatement of what my role at the library was. It's a bold-faced um, lie. Yeah, it is a bold-faced lie. Right? It's, a, it, it's a bald-faced lie. It's a bold-faced lie. <laughs> it's a Brad face lie. <laughs> um, but so like, I, Brad. there was like, a, oh, Brad. Total Brad. What a Brad. Brad so, in the library again. <laughs> Get him out of there. <laughs> What's he reading? <laughs> what could Brad possibly be reading at the library? Anyway. He, he always asks for books we, he knows we don't have. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like, he, always, he always checks out Hunger Games over and over and over again. <laughs> There was like a new new like supervisor who was probably very young. Like he seemed super old at the time. He was probably like twenty three or something. Um, and he was kind of like pretty clearly in like new boss mode, right? Like he was not sure how much th- authority he had, but really liked having some authority. Um, and so he's like, we were me and my friend were uh, putting books on the little like cart to go put them back on the shelf and just like chatting about music and stuff, probably. Maybe girls, Ooh. I don't know. Uh-uh. Food, girls, music. Um, and like he like comes over, like strides over, kind of like a little <laughs> puffed up. And he's like, you guys should really try to keep talking to a minimum. Like, something like that, you know? Like like just like a weird, weird, like dumb young boss talk. Uh, you guys should. Uh, yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, could you guys please, like, yeah, that kind of thing. Uh. That would have been actually the perfect opportunity to shush him yeah, sh- since he worked sh- in a library. Oh, that would have been the best. Zing! Oh, but, and then point to your coworker. I think I, yeah. <laughs> not. Not look who's this. I think instead I said like, you know, it would have taken. It would have been a lot faster if you just let us finish rather than taking the time to to bother us about talking. Sick something burn, like Tim. Like something, something like it was like it would have been faster if you just let us finish our job rather than telling us not to talk. Just something like really like I thought I really burned him, right? You know. You kind of um, did, though. You, yeah, that's, kind of. That's real. That's for real. Oh, it, probably was, it probably was true. Oh, yeah, it was totally true. Yeah, it was absolutely true. He was he was being very silly. Because um, he was, I don't know, he was, he was young as, he was less young than us, but still a young man, probably. Um, 20s. And then, and then he sent me home. <laughs> like, he was like, leave. Ooh. I love it. You didn't even, <laughs> you didn't even get a time out. 
it's like getting sent into the principal's office. And I ended up getting like a warning, I think. And the way it worked that <laughs> job is like if you got two warnings, you got suspended. But it turned out he didn't even have the authority to send me home. Like that was not part of his job at all. He lost it. <laughs> he went. He got power hungry. Yeah. Yeah. He was. He went. He went mad with power and was like, I can just, I can make this person not be in this space anymore, Man-ish. and then nothing will get done. Yeah, because I'm sure I made him really mad because I was kind of trying to make him mad. So. I guess, you know, put a check. Hey, man, we're human beings yeah. here. We're this not is, just we're employees. Is, we have feelings. We're we not constant your machine of books. <laughs> we use words with our mouths, and too, we, and not so, just our eyes. <laughs> words have value even when they're not in books. <laughs> that's the, that's <laughs> it. It took you another 15 years or however long to come up with response. the... That was it, though. It was this moment. It, it, it was written in the sands of time that at this moment you would... <laughs> I would find the, the, the perfect rebuttal. But so I actually, like, I, I ended up quitting the job because my, my, my feeling was, like, I'm going to get another warning. Like, it's just inevitable. I just really <laughs> don't like this guy, and he's, he drives me nuts. And, like, I actually considered slashing his tires. Like, he had a motorcycle, and he was really proud of it. I was like, I'm going to slash the tires of his motorcycle. And, like, nah, legit thought about it. And then, like, because I was a coward, did not, which is good. Oh, because you were smart and yeah. not crazy. Right. Because, pe- yeah, when, uh, we're, when we're being, totally when we're right. acting like humans, we don't go after yeah. I think innocent yeah. tires. But, Tim, so you, you worked with this terrible, terrible boss. What he was not that bad. I, I compliment him how bad he was. Would you give oh, him? Yeah, compliment uh, him like he, for real, Tim. Don't don't just give him yeah. some fluff. Okay, I don't remember much about him. I don't remember his name. I feel like it <laughs> might have been like maybe like a Kyle or like a like a <laughs> like a Bernard. <laughs> Bernard. It was probably Bernard. Um, he had a really he had nice long hair that he put in a ponytail um, that he was clearly very proud of, and it was it it it, it looked pretty good, I guess. You know, I'm not necessarily the biggest ponytail fan. Um, his bike looked cool. He had a, his bike was a very cool looking bike. I think it was a Honda. He rode oh a motorbike. Yeah, motorbike like a like a like a vroom vroom. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. I still haven't heard Is a that good it? one. Yeah. Yeah, you're, that's weak, man. Um. All right. That's weak. It's been a while, but you got to really so long. dig yeah. deep okay. for this man. You know, I think he meant well. I think he was trying to make the place work better. So that was what, like, when he was telling me to stop talking to my friend, he was, he was, he was doing it in an effort to make the library run, run more efficiently. And I respect that. That's, yeah. Well, can we, do you have a clapping button? Yeah, we should probably have a clap, a, a sound effect board. Which, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sounds like clapping. Yeah. Hey, is, is this Nick? Are you on the air? I'd like to speak to the manatee, please. I'm a manatee. Hi, this is your brother, the other manatee. What? Where have you been? I know that you and Dad got in a fight, but he wants you back home. I never want to see that bastard again. Wait, wait, other manatee, how long has this been going on? See, Tim the manatee tore down his Eric Clapton posters because he said he sucks. But he's gotten over it. He's a sellout. 
you know, I think dad's come around to your side. So we want you back home. Will he besmirch tears in heaven for me? Let me ask him. I just need a sign of good faith. Wow, we're, we're having a, a manatee reunion. Tears in heaven is an exploitive piece of garbage. Poppy, you don't know how much it means to hear you say that. Your mom has been up late nights crying herself to sleep. We just want you home, son. How can you tell that she's crying if she's underwater, just in incidentally? Because the area around her eyes is dry. You know this, you're a manatee. I, know. I, just, I was just checking. See, just a little, that's a little manatee check. I understand, check. anybody yeah. could just call up on Skype and pretend right. to be a manatee. I don't mean to sound suspicious or anything, but yeah. Just come home, All after right. your show, Swim on home, very slowly. Here, let, let me just, let me just go ahead and, and jump back into the water. I'll, I'll be there as soon as I can. Goodbye forever, podcast audience. Oh, that was a really sweet ending to that, that, that story there. Father and, and son, manatees, bounding over their mutual dislike of Eric Clapton. I would like to drink some of this Malort because I have worked six days in a row and sure. this weekend was miserable let's uh let's give it kind of like a, a taste test kind of um you know let's describe um what do you call it before you before uh, you the, drink it the nose the nose the nose the nose scent is that what it's called uh, yes yeah. uh, <laughs> delicious nose scent yeah. <laughs> for those of you who don't know who haven't had the fortune or misfortune of trying malort there are now two varieties mm -hmm. uh jepson's is sort of the famous one it is terrible yeah it it's just gross. It just tastes like bitterness. And it, it we, tastes like a 19th century tonic. Uh, that they, like, like, it, I, I don't know what snake oil tastes like. It tastes like how I assume snake oil tastes. Right, right. We have procured a bottle of what is apparently the, quote, less gross the kind of Malort. The good, the good Malort. And I am frankly <laughs> terrified, but it seems fitting that on this Chicago-themed St. Patrick's Day special, we would drink a Chicago beverage. They say that Bushmill is for the Protestants and Jameson is for the Catholics, but Malort is for the Chicagoans. I don't. I don't have any Malort uh, in yeah, my hands. Yeah, sorry. So. She, she's a. She, she's signaling. I'm, I'm, I'm actually make, just making the sort of like um, snappy. I thought you were crab signaling for me to, to to like smack someone very small on the head. Yes. There, there's no one here, so I'm not going to hit my cat. So don't even think about that. It, I, have, I apologize. It could have been a leprechaun. It, it could have been a leprechaun. I, I, you know, I, I don't know what kind of negative consequences would come from bopping a, a leprechaun on the head, but I, I don't really want to think about it. To be this honest. stuff smells pretty good, actually. It doesn't smell bad. It smells kind of. First, I mean. It smells kind of like absinthe to me. Yeah, I was gonna say like chartreuse, chartreuse or absinthe, which are sort of similar tasting. And I don't know what that that smell or flavor is, and what it comes from. I assume it comes from like monk sweat or something, right? Because I know that chartreuse is crafted. Yes. It's crafted by by monks, supposedly. That's probably not true. 
probably true at one point. So, so like you just sort of like sweat in your cowl or whatever, yeah. and then wring it out <laughs> over the bottle, and that's that's the finishing touch. Yeah, I mean that's oh, it's Annis. It's Annis. Uh, Aaron, Aaron in the uh, the chat has has informed us. It's Annis, which I like. I like Annis, so that that makes sense. So basically, I'm going to be terrible at this whole description thing because I don't know what flavors are. Um, so yeah. But you can surely describe mouthfeel. Oh yeah. I will try to describe it as disgustingly and accurately as possible. Um, so did we did we settle on the other rules, the punitive rules for Tim drinks Malort? Yeah, I think that um, and Lauren can can you know she can participate in this as well but this is more this is like a sort of um self-discipline thing going on here uh it's not like quite masochism but it's something in that 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 uh general vicinity um i feel like i interrupted people too much last week and i want to you know as a as an adult i've made an effort to learn to be more polite and generous um so if i interrupt people either lauren or a caller uh, or myself, I suppose, if that's a thing you can do, um, then I have to take a shot of Malort. And this will be like, you, you guys in the chat can, can sort of like referee this for us. Um, I think probably Greg is going to have like half a vote because he'll be inclined to do anything possible to torture me, which is fair because I deserve it, really. Or, and also... Oh, no, no, no. You're good. Uh, also, if I tell a really terrible joke... Um, like if if you literally groan, make a you know audible groan, just you know, because of the joke, not because of any whatever right. you're getting up to. Not because you don't like my my voice or think I'm a, a jerk in general. Which, in which case, this is it's very strange that you're still listening. And we were looking to find a third rule because this is what you're supposed to do, but we're unable to come up with one. So if you have a good rule for Tim, you can float it in the chat. Yep. Uh, I, I'm and, just going yeah. to be drinking Malort. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, let's have a sip. Let's start with a sip. Right? All right, let's try it out. Oof. Yeah, that's very... Um, it's, in the, it's in the licorice anise sphere. Good Ooh, heavens, uh, if you guys could see the face I'm making. Uh, it's very... It's syrupy. It's like a... Like it's it's a very cough syrup kind of. Um, it tastes like burning licorice. Yeah, the I mean the yeah cough syrup in, in the sense of the the texture, right? It's got that sort of like. Oh yeah. Feels like it's coating your 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 palate aggressively, aggressively. A long bitter finish. Yeah, yeah, it's sticking with me. That's true. Oof. Unfortunately, this is this is indeed the reaction that is made to the less gross kind of malort because the other malort is far worse. Yeah, this is at least this feels like something that's not concocted in order to torture people. Like they they put thought 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 into this, and somebody put yeah. thought into it. Yeah, um, I'm gonna drink. I don't. Yeah, I'll just drink the rest of this. I guess it is. <laughs> it is it's relatively alcoholic too. I mean, this is not like it's a hundred proof. Yeah. <sighs> Just a fair warning, guys. Things might get messy tonight. Yeah. Oh. Why did I do this? Oh. Okay, no, it's fine. It's it good. A, it it's a rough one for me way. because I don't have any obviously useful skills for the apocalypse. Yeah, Tim, tell me why you should be on my team. Well, I mean, I'm nice. I, 
Uh, Lie. Yeah, it's not true at all. Actually, uh, what I would say is that I think that your stubbornness will get you pretty far. It's probably true. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually... Um, I had to deal with a lot of anxiety issues when I was younger, so I'm, I can be kind of crazy patient. Good in when, a crisis. When things are going bad. Um, I'm pretty good with plants. I've watched you build I'm a fire. Good plants. I can build a fire. That's true. Um, oh, yeah. You could, you could be the, the, the plant master. I can talk to animals, um, which I probably should have mentioned earlier. That seems like a potentially useful apocalypse skill. Yeah. Why didn't you tell me this months ago? Didn't seem important. I don't know. Jeez. Yeah, sorry. I don't like to show off either, you know. So I mean You're gonna you're gonna deer whisper some deers, yeah. eh? I don't really want to talk to deer. They seem fairly repellent animals. Not super useful. We could eat no. them though. Yeah, I could I could talk them into like, hey, I got hey, come over here. Hey, I got I got something to show you. Thanks, guys. I think it's time. Time for us. To talk about this week's primary topic, the greatest dream ever written. We're going to write it tonight. And what we mean by this is, first of all, not the freakiest nightmare you've ever had. Yeah. But a sweet dream that has all the cool dream stuff that if you could pick and choose what was in your sweet dream... Like flying around and fighting evil or whatever. We're gonna write that dream tonight. Yeah, and like no no gross stuff, just to be clear. Yeah, don't be gross. No filth no filth talk. Cause that really is actually not very inclusive because not everyone will be able to participate yeah. in your particular fantasies or whatever. We gotta do like the dream that everyone can be on board with. Write that down in your pervert journal. It's not for us. And if you keep a pervert journal, shame on you. If it's just called that. <laughs> okay. okay. Cool. So now you're staring at this house and it's still super foggy. And you don't you don't know where you are. You don't recognize the landscape. Chicago you just sort of recognized as being where you're from. There are no houses in the middle of nowhere in Chicago, really. Like not in this sense, like there's, There's no woods. Right. And this house is huge. It's not menacing, particularly. It's just big, and there's lots of trees, and it's foggy. And you don't know, you don't, it's not your house, and you don't recognize it. Are there any lights on in this house? Is it, is it look It's occupied? daytime. Okay, it's daytime. All it's right. hard to tell. It's hard to know how going to this house will help you get home, but you suspect that you might be able to find some information inside. Certainly, Elvis Costello was getting us nowhere. No. So should we proceed it's towards un- the house? Un- unhelpful old Scottish grouch, basically. Yeah, I think you do. Because right in these, in these situations in the dreams, you don't like really have a choice. You just kind of do it. Right? You just, yeah, you just, you simply are in many ways, despite the fact that I think you're right, that you're so often motivated by a problem or a puzzle you have to solve or somewhere you need to get that nags at you and motivates you, despite that fact, when you're going somewhere, you just sort of are going. 
And I will say, um, I'm going to say you find yourself inside the house. Like you don't even remember kind of entering. You just find yourself in there. No, you make the decision to go to the house, and now you're in the house. Yeah. Now, now you're inside, basically, and we don't... The interior of the house could be whatever we want it to be. Um, I'm going to say it's something, because here's what it, where it'll be like. Um, the thing that I always have happen in places is that they switch on you. Like, the purpose of the place will switch on you, kind yes. of. Yes. Where, like, maybe you go in, and it's just, like, a gymnasium, or there is, like, a busy bar inside of it. That seems pretty good. I like that, like a like a, a real hop-in bar. Right, which is probably in Chicago, and yet... You recognize it from your life oh, in, yeah, in, a, in your yeah. city. Yeah, we'll say it's the Burlington. How about that? A bar near to w- yeah. where we are we're not, we're right not now. To, yeah, we're not trying to like give. This is not the Burlington is not a a, a, a uh, it's not an endorsement deal. Okay, so I want to nip that in the bud right now. They are not paying us any money. It's a place we go to frequently, and um, imagine it as yeah. simply any bar near to your house. Dimly lit. A dimly, dimly, dimly lit. lit bar. Specifically dimly lit. Yeah. Not too nice. Not too gross. Yeah, not too fancy. Just a bar. Right. If you don't drink, a place where you can get a nice soda. It's just a place. But there, there, there are people in this bar. Not too many. Is Elvis in the bar with you? Did he somehow uh, emerge into the bar despite never seeing him? Or somebody else that we recognize. Yeah, yeah. I still like the idea that Elvis is sort of actually just like gl- welded to the yeah, seat of that taxi. True. I'm not going to write out. I'm not going to rule out him coming back at some point. But it's possible. Yeah. Um, maybe like a high school, a high school friend could be inside this this bar. You run into someone from your high school that you have not thought about. In- or a teacher, except you're the same age as them. Oh yeah, that's good. All right, um, English teacher, math teacher. What do you want here? Your senior English English teacher. I always wanted to have a glass of wine with her. Is behind the bar, maybe? Oh, a step down or a step up? Yeah, I don't know. From teaching really high fair school. Question. I had some good English teachers. I'll say that. Oh no, mine was mine was great. Shout out to Doctor Hackbarth, Mrs. Mason. He never gave me crap for oh. falling asleep in English class. Okay, well, it's the end of Act One. That's the end of Act One. All right, that's all locked down. At the end of Act One, we're in a bar and we see our high school English teacher begin Act Two. Just another reminder: if you want to, if you want to participate, text us on Skype at the level rage, and we will call you. Yes, because Act Two is wide open. We've gotten here. We've gotten shot of Elvis Costello for now. Yeah. Grouchy. We need you to contact us so that we can try to get home. Mm-hmm. And then Act do, two starts now. Do we want to change the motivation? I think we should keep the motivation the same for now. We're still trying to get yeah, home. We just got to this bar. Yeah. Uh, this is like a respite from from the uh, the struggle to find our way home. Find your way home because you're the protagonist. So we feel comfortable here. It's like a choose your own adventure book, basically. It, it isn't a threatening atmosphere. It no. was a little bit spooky getting here, but we recognize our high school English teacher who is the same age as us behind the bar and we think sure I know this place so that's a good way Stone it's not home but it's not totally unfamiliar 
Yeah, maybe. So, so let's say you you, uh, you said you wanted to share a glass of wine with your English teacher. I did. That's a real thing. Okay. So then um, you order a wine. Now, in the stream, do you have any knowledge of wine? Maybe you order a type of wine that does not exist because that would happen, I think. Right? Oh, yes. It's actually, the, the, that, that happens to me all the time. Call it like a, is a charat a thing? That's no. Not, okay. You order, you order. Close enough to be plausible. You order a um, charat from like a New Zealand charat. Yes, I actually I ask her for recommendations and we spend 15 minutes discussing wine. Yeah, there you go. She said she says we don't have have any and she and then you ask her for a recommendation. Right, and this conversation goes on for what feels like a really long time, but despite the fact that you know nothing, virtually nothing about wine, you find it very interesting. Oh, yeah, this is, yeah, okay. You feel like by the end of the conversation, you've developed, like, a um, like a comprehensive knowledge of wine, right? Right, like, you could, you could get around now in, like, a real wine bar. You've learned something, yet again, from your high school English teacher. Okay, I'm going to say if she recommends... Tell me if this is too uh, alien-sounding. A white Ziblandic from Turkey. Does that work? Ooh. Exotic locales. I actually don't even know if they, if they grow grapes in Turkey, but it's close to, to Greece, so maybe, maybe. I would guess they probably do. I don't know. It doesn't matter. In the dream, if you don't know, in the then dr- it yeah. can be real in the dream. Yeah, okay, yeah. So you have this wine, and this this is starting to feel like a bit of a distraction. Just to be Something clear, is, I just want to say this: Ziblandic is spelled Z-I-B-L-A-N-D-E-C. Just that's for the record. The more you know, <laughs> ask for it at your friendly local bar. Just to confuse your poor server. So now you're you're starting to feel like something's nagging you a little bit. You have somewhere you need to be, but you forgot mm. for a minute because you were really enjoying this conversation, and that's that's fine. But the bar, but the bartender who is your high school English teacher who is the same age as you is your friend now again and she shows you a way out of the bar it is not the way that you came into the bar and she pushes open the door and lets you out and you find yourself at the bottom of this impossibly long wooden staircase And it is blinding daylight. Cool. So, so, and, and yeah, okay, good. So the weather's changed. You may probably don't even remember that the weather was bad before at this point, right? Now, does the, does your urge to, to, to find home sort of kick in again now well there are stairs in front of you right and I feel like when there are stairs in a dream 
you have to climb them. So, so you're outside right now. You're on a sort of stairway network catwalk type thing. Oh, okay. All wooden, all crisscrossing, and just going up. And there are weird things crossing overhead, like weird constructions and ropes and pulleys. And you'd have no idea what this is all for or if it's for anything. But directly in front of you is a very, like an impossibly long in the sense like you couldn't construct it to just be a wooden staircase that feels so free floating. But it's right there in front of you. And there's nowhere else to go. Like, you're on... Like, the, the bar has pushed you out onto this little balcony, and there's just stairs, and then all of this space above you. I don't, I don't know what's down there if you look down. I don't know if you'd want to look down. We could, though. Should we look down? I don't know. I haven't looked down. Does that feel... Scary? I just decided to change up the bed music. Oh my goodness, this is a dream. Yeah, there we go. A little more appropriate. Don't get too relaxing. Yeah, I'll try not to stick in this voice the rest of the show. Oh boy. All right, so you're in this uh, this series of overlapping, probably overwhelming wooden staircases and and catwalks, strange pulleys. Like you're in the middle of a of a like a uh, like a Byzantine construction zone, right? Right, and but no nobody's there. Nothing's moving, and it doesn't feel rickety, but it feels like you. You know that you don't understand what it's for, and you don't know if going, if participating in what seems like this weird obstacle course will help you achieve your goal. But you have to go somewhere. You have to pr- proceed we could, forward. We could pull a lateral move. We could look down. This is like, this is sort of a Zork, a Zork situation right now. So let's say if we look down. What's down there? I'm going to say it's like, it's a. Um, like an like a, a a a disused quarry. How far beneath you is it? Not too far, but like it's Tri-stone? like enough that you don't want to fall that you don't want to fall down it, right? It's it's uh it's you're not afraid of heights at this point, but you you know that you have to be careful. But it it looks inviting almost. The sun is shining, and the stone looks warm. Yeah, sure. That sounds good. So you need to figure out now how you're going to get down there in a safe way. I say we just grab one of those ropes up there and slide on down. I agree. Keep it real simple. There could even be a bucket you could put your foot in. Like to sort of, uh, like you hold onto the rope with both hands and then stand in the bucket? Yeah, and there, and it, it turns out that this whole weird system of levers and pulleys and constructed things 
you don't know what it's for or who built it, but it works perfectly to just sort of gently and smoothly lower you to the floor of the quarry. So now you're in a pit with a bunch of rocks. That's cool. Yep. No one? No one wants to contact us on Skype at Low Level Rage? We're in a pit full of rocks, guys. You can do it. So So I think this moment, maybe... Motivation might change, perhaps, because it seems like we've gotten sort of. I mean, what's what I'm looking for? Like a little. Uh, We're definitely dist- not getting home. Distracted from our yeah, from the quest. But where we are doesn't seem super bad or upsetting no, necessarily. It's, it's nice. But I feel like maybe at this point a little bit of panic might set in, right? Well, now you are in a pit full of rocks, right? The bucket like, is just gone. More, more like more like a sense of urgency. Whatever was up there so is gone. Right. Sure. Sure. We need to do something. We need a motivation that is more motivating than trying to get home apparently was. So now you have to figure out a way. Because maybe it's not obvious how you get out of here, right? Hey. Still, I think it's fine. Let's just go with it. I think it's fine. Well, hold on. Greg. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be low level rage without tech problems. It might be our line, to be honest. It might be, yeah, it's possible. It sounds really futury. Oh. That sounds kind of cool. That could be part of the dream. I think so. I think maybe Greg is there. Greg, Greg is at the pool party. But like, like future, future Greg, and I'm speaking to you from under the water. Oh, that's good. He actually sounds like he is speaking to us yeah, from underwater. Let's go with this. From, from underwater, because you've got like scuba gear on. Maybe, maybe he doesn't even need it. Maybe he's like Aquaman. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, great. You're like, you're like, you're like Kevin Costner from Waterworld in this dream. You have gills. Yeah, well, that's everyone knows that about you. It's one of it's one of the things that is the least charming about you, but we all accept it. Um, see, and that's why you guys are my friends. Yeah, it's true. My only friends. You have Kevin Costner gills. Um, let's see, and you're talking to us. What, what what are we talking about? Greg, do you have any advice for us as we're trying to get home? Well, no, not really. My dreams never end up where they're, you know, like the, the goal gets always lost, like halfway into the dream. Yeah. And I'm just, you know, like, like I, don't, I don't, I don't expect you'll ever get home. Right? No, 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 it may not happen. It may not happen. Really I don't know. Yeah, no, it's, I, I think okay. the journey is, the journey is, is, the dream is the journey, right? Ugh. I don't like that I said that at all. <laughs> I quit. I quit the radio show. I'm done. So maybe, Greg, you're, like, drinking an underwater Mai Tai? Maybe you just have good taste Ooh, in like drinks. It's drinking an underwater Mai Tai. Well, yeah, I actually don't really go with the two fruity, uh, like, the Mai Tai. How about an old-fashioned? Under, underwater old-fashioned? Yeah. yeah. yeah that's 
Yeah, that sounds more my style. Okay. Pool. I was just thinking because it's a pool party, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you though. Those, okay, the, okay, the, the, the super that. sweet drinks are not my not my favorite for the most part. But you could have a little umbrella in it. I like a margarita once in a while. You could put an umbrella in a Manhattan. Yeah, that's revolutionary. Well, how about there's an umbrella in the Manhattan? Okay, and, perfect. And, and there's an perfect. umbrella in the Manhattan or the the old fashioned. I think Manhattan's better. Let's go with Manhattan. Very the, classy. The, the details are really important here. Is the thing. Um, there's an umbrella in the Manhattan. Maybe we we point out that it's weird. Oh my god! And. It's the end of Act Three. Somehow, the umbrella in the Manhattan is is important to us, and we're going to figure out why in Act Four. Cool. Yeah, yeah. And it takes me like figuring out the symbolism of that takes me back to my like uh, freshman year English class, and I was arbitrarily assigning symbolism to things for papers. Yeah, that's what you do when you're a freshman in a, in, in either high school. That's more that's college freshman, I assume, as opposed to high school freshman. Or is that uh? Oh, does, oh, were, were, you, were, were you advanced? You were an advanced high school freshman. Probably. Yeah. Gifted? Were you, were you a gifted child, Greg? English, yeah. Would Would you say you were strangely gifted? Is that a fair description? <laughs> Weird, weirdly gifted. <laughs> now, now. Disturbingly gifted. Now, now. There, there we go. <laughs> we've 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 hit this nail on the head, and somehow we have become completely fascinated by the umbrella. Yeah, I think that's the in new, Greg's Manhattan. I think maybe Greg points out that everybody in the in the the, the pool party is drinking Manhattans with umbrellas in them. And and so what happens is. I think you take the umbrella out of your Manhattan, you the protagonist, not you, Greg. Right. Greg, Greg you'll just be underwater. Yeah, you, just, you, you find yourself with, with an old fashioned in your, in your hand as well. And you take the umbrella out of your drink and it becomes an actual umbrella. Ooh. An umbrella. Is that, uh, uh, no, no, is this, is this like, a, like a parasol? Or like, would you, cause the, the drink umbrella is more like. That's true. But the one that forms in your hand is that going to be like like a, like a parasol or like an umbrella? I think here's here's where I want it to be. I want it to be uh, more like a, a parasol, like the like the over the uh, like over the shoulder, like you're in like a musical type umbrella. <laughs> yeah, it's a jaunty. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe some kind of like Busby Berkeley routine starts happening, like a really elaborate. All right, all right, all right, all right, Greg, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna. All right, um, here's the thing. Greg, hate to do this to you. I don't know how I feel about parasols, and I'm, I'm kind of confused it's by too fitting. events. Had to happen. It had to happen. How do you splash someone who's already in the water? It had to happen, though. Four Square's a good game. That's, that, that is a solid way to spend half an hour, I bet. I was super boss at Foursquare when I was about in fourth grade. What were the rules? I was on the winning team. Did you guys have the thing where, like, when you start the game, you, like, would, would set, like, what you can and can't do in the game? Heck yeah, you yeah. can't. Pl- this is a society. I think there's something called, like, a black hole, I feel like, was a thing, where you just, like, chuck it at somebody, like, real hard. That sounds amazing. It was pretty good. That would, no one ever let you do it. It would always be, like, not allowed. Um, <laughs> you just throw the ball? I think so. <laughs> I feel like that was a thing. <laughs> That's not real. I think there's a thing where you just like spiked it in their square too. That might it's be a like thing. Just like right in the face. Yeah. Stories, Tim. 
Can you not whisper? <laughs> I can stop whispering. It's fine. I'm I'm really happy to do it, any kind of creepy whispery voice. But I mean, if it's bad radio, then you know whatever. Um, it's just it's 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 twelve minutes until the end of the program, <laughs> and I don't want to have nightmares. You don't want to have nightmares about this. Oh God. See, or now I'm going to wake up in the middle of the night and you will just be doing this and it will be terrible. Hey, Lauren, I'm, I'm talking to you quietly from underwater. <laughs> I'm with my family now and I'm happy. Lauren doesn't like this bit, apparently. I don't like the part where I'm going to wake up in the middle of the night and have to hear it again. Presumably. <laughs> well, now that you've planted that idea. And then we'll of course. Go into the theme music. Right? Right? Tim? Tim? Oh my god. Are you kidding me? Uh, dude, seriously. We are starting the show. Hang on. Tim. Hey. Hello. Uh. Uh, guys, um. I don't, I don't know what to do. Um, I don't know where Tim is. He was just here. We were ready to do the show. Uh, I look around and suddenly he is just gone. Which is not like him. I didn't, I didn't even hear him leave. I don't, I don't know what is happening. Um, I can't, I can't do the show without him. Uh, I mean, this is his house. Where would he even go? Ugh. I feel sick to my stomach. Um, I am going to try calling him, I guess. Hang on, guys. Uh, bear with me. Kind of, kind of freaked out by this. Okay. It's ringing. Uh, come on, man. Pick up. Pick up, pick up, pick up. Oh, my God. Ugh. Yeah, he's not answering. That just went to voicemail. Um... I don't know what to do. We were both super excited for the show tonight. And... Wait. Oh my god. Okay, he's calling on Skype for some reason. Tim? Hey, hey. Hey, oh. hello. Uh, where are you? What, what happened? Uh, I think I'm... I think I'm out back. Uh, sorry, I'm kind of a little uh, dizzy. I'm trying to 
there. Oh, let me let me sit down for a second. Um, Wait, like in back of the house? Yeah, yeah. No, there's. I mean, it looks like. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's. I'm sorry. It's. Oh, just give me a second. Um, I don't think I have. Yeah, I know this. Uh, the show's probably started. I. I. Uh, I don't think I have my 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 back key. Let me um try to get around. I'm gonna go out in the alleyway. Sorry. Um, just uh, if I apologize to you and you know, um, this is really. Uh, okay. Are you okay? No, I'm, I think I'm okay. Um, my, my head kind of hurts, but um, like, oh my god, it's kind of like a. I don't, I don't think I have a concussion, but it's yeah, it's like a a real like in the front of my head, like a uh, you know. Are you maybe it's just this, I, no, I don't no, here. Let me let me let me check. Um, yeah, a little a little bit, but I think it's not oh like a, I think I think I'm okay. Um, here I'm let me, okay in the alleyway. Um, all right. Do you need me to um, come, like, get you? No, 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 no. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Um, wait. Someone's stuck up a bunch of Justin Bieber posters in the alleyway for some reason. That's really weird. Um, that is Does he have, really he have a new weird. album out or something? I don't, I don't understand. They were just out there, like, yesterday. Yeah, I didn't. not there. Hold on. There's something going on. There's, like, a some sort of party happening on the corner out by Fullerton. I don't know what's up. There's like a, oh Jesus! There's like a, a huge, huge like there's like a, there's like a three hundred people out there. Wait, seriously? <laughs> yeah. And there's something. There's like a. Do they? Do they have like holographic projectors that people can rent or something? Because there's like a huge. There's a huge projection of Justin Bieber's face. You were, and, you and were not joking. That everyone, is crazy. Everyone's just like turned to look at it and no one's saying anything. It Wait. was really loud and all of a sudden it got really quiet and everyone's just looking. Wait, it was really I could not hear any of that. No, it was it was it was super loud. It was like it was it was like a I thought it was a riot or a party or something. Hold on, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get closer. Let me let me take a look. Um, all right. I That's weird. It's like all all dudes. I don't understand any of this. Like. No, I know, I know, I know. I don't know how you get a permit for that kind of thing. Like they're they're on like they're in the middle of the street and there's no traffic. It's really weird. I just heard some sort of government vehicle go by, but it looked like a black like SUV. And I, okay, this is really, okay. Everyone in the audience, the crowd, the, I don't know what to call it. Half of them have like a sort of like a bowl cut, like a, you know, like, like, like kind of like how Bieber had when he was like 16. And then the rest okay. of them have like this sort of pompadour with, frosted tips and they're all just silently staring at Justin Bieber and I can't quite hear oh, oh shit like what, half of them what's happening someone just noticed me one of them noticed me oh Jesus all right I I Oh, I, I, I gotta run. I gotta run. I gotta run. Okay, hold wait. On. They're, they're, they're starting to chase me. I gotta go. I, hold on a second. No, oh wait. Oh my god. I'm not, I'm not gonna. Tim. I, 
Okay, I'm back in the alleyway. I'm hiding behind a dumpster. Um, they're just like they're, I think they're they're looking for me, but I I don't know. Um, Jesus, this is terrifying. So you didn't hear? You can't hear anything? No, I I have no idea what you're talking about. It's been totally quiet here. Are you? This is super weird. I don't like this at all. Oh, and there's a. Oh, and there's a. There's a van coming up in the alleyway. I'm gonna try to get Why it out of the way. Why don't you just come back to the house? All right. Yeah, I, I, I will. But they're they're still. I think they're still out on the street. I don't. Hold on. Okay. There's a van pulling up. It's really quiet. They're like they must have some sort of silencer in their engine or something. I don't understand what's happening. Oh my god. They're like they're like 50 feet away. Doors opening. A dude, a dude's getting don't, out of the van. Don't no, do it. Don't get in the van. Getting out of the van. No, he's 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 waving at me. He's, he looks kind of like the house. he looks like kind of like a roadie. Like a he's got like kind of long gre- greasy hair. A road, yeah, like a roadie. Like somebody who like moves amplifiers and and checks levels. I know what a roadie is. He's wearing he's wearing a Zildjian shirt. He's, he's telling me I should get in the van. No, don't get, I in the get in the van. I'm really scared. He looks like he's he, he looks like he's friendly. Uh, yeah. Okay. No, I'm gonna go. Friendly I'm gonna go. The Bieber rioters. I, gotta, I have to get away from this. I have uh, to go. No, come back to, to the house. No, I, 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 I'll, I'll call Tim. you when I can. I'll call you when I can. <sighs> oh my god. Yeah. All right. And he hung up. I don't like that at all. I don't like any part of that. Guys, I don't know what is happening or where he is or why he didn't just come back to the house. Um, but I guess I'm just going to have to figure out how to do this alone and we'll see what happens. Instead of getting into a van with a roadie really irresponsibly. I'm worried about him, but I'm also kind of furious. Yeah, all right, whatever. This is low-level rage. All right, that wraps it up for this installment of Compressed Rage. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you'll check out a full show. Archives of Low Level Rage are available in the iTunes Store and on lowlevelrage.tumblr.com archives. The show broadcasts each and every Monday night from 9 to 11 p.m. Central at mixler.com slash lowlevelrage. Bye, guys.